Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 73 of everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose, and we are rolling right along this month with our Halloween themes. And uh, this week is no different. So let's hit the theme song and get things started. Here we go. So it is that time of year where we love all things spooky. Um, I don't know, dressing up like crazy, going out, getting candy, uh, pranks. I don't know if you guys are still into that sort of thing. But uh, anyway, man, it is uh, it is a fun time. Fun time to uh, watch scary movies. Um, you know, we actually, uh, I, I watched a Haunted Mansion with my kids the other day, I figure. You know, they're a little too young for, for scary movies. As much as I would love to get into Nightmare on Elm Street and, and stuff like that, I think uh, I think six is a little too young. Even though I was watching those movies when I was that age, I don't know, something about it. I just, I don't want to give the little guys nightmares, so I'm not going to do that. But um, we did watch Haunted Mansion, and I figured that was that was doable. Um <clears throat> It had some some scary parts, but you know um, my kids love Ghostbusters, so um, you know maybe it's a uh, it's a uh, do your best judgment because uh, they love Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, um, Haunted Mansion, um, what's the other one? Paranorman. That's a good one. Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that Halloween or is that Christmas? Um, it's got Christmas in the title, but it's all about Halloween towns. So I don't know. Um, kind of what we've been doing. So. Uh, but uh, we also uh, did a new thing the other day where, uh, you know, around Christmas time, you get the gingerbread house, stuff like that. They actually sell cookie kits where you can build your own haunted house. And it's uh, instead of gingerbread, it's made of chocolate. And you get to make ghosts and goblins and all kinds of cool stuff. So, um, I don't know. That's that's basically what we've been up to this week. You know, just hanging out, going through the motions. Got our Halloween costumes set up for... Uh, this year's festivities, uh, as I've stated before, we're going to be in uh, Orlando doing uh, Disney World and Universal on on that night. So it's going to be fun. We're going as a theme. Uh, we got ourselves a bunch of Wreck-It Ralph costumes. So uh, I'm going to be Ralph. Uh, my son's going to be Fix-It Felix. My daughter's going to be Taffeta, not Vanellope, because, man, she's she's pretty mean. But uh, she's, she's lucky she's cute, man. Um, and so forth. So... It's going to be a good time for all. Um, I even got them a couple costumes that they can walk around the park in. A little Tinkerbell outfit for my daughter. and a, We're going to have a Peter Pan outfit delivered to the hotel room. So once we get there, it's going to be set for, for my son. Because I bought him a Buzz Lightyear outfit, and I, I think it's a little too small. So, um, yeah, we're just going to have to make do and uh, improvise. So anyway, um, I do have, this is a part two uh, episode, which I haven't I haven't broken up episodes in a long time. And uh, I don't know, they're always fun. What I wanted to do originally, and I just haven't had the time or motivation, I'm going to be bringing back the unwanted movie commentaries sometime soon. And I was going to do it with pieces, but um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I just haven't had the time. Maybe I'll do it as a secret bonus episode for you guys one of these days. But um, for now, this is a two-parter of our Urban Legends uh, episode fiasco. So let's play a song first. 
like I do, and then uh, we'll get into our uh, five more urban legends that just happen to be true, uh, so they say. So here's a song, and I will catch you guys in a couple minutes. Thank you. 
All right, man. I'm seeing a trend here this month. Um, I did record a few ghost songs. Uh, like I said, I love the band. And that one uh, might sound a little familiar to you guys. I did post that on the Halloween episode last year. So this ties in to last year's episode. It comes full circle. So um, there you go, man. I love it. And uh, it's still there for your amusement. So anyway, <clears throat> I got five more urban legends that are supposedly true. Uh, starting with number one. Uh, Halloween is a great time to scare our friends with pranks related to the macabre and the dead. Obviously. Um, except they're not always pranks. And uh, in 2005, a Delaware woman took her own life by hanging herself off a tree next to a busy public road. The next morning, scores of drivers passed by, amused by what they thought was a Halloween decoration just a few days before October 31st. Um, hours later, neighbors realized it was a still warm body and called the police. That one's actually pretty sad. And I've actually heard um, or read a lot of stories about people doing that in haunted houses. Um, and then people think, well, hey, this is an actor acting. And then you find out later on, no, that's, that's a dead guy you've been uh, walking past. Um, the next one. <clears throat> if being buried alive isn't enough of a shock for you, how about dying in another type of box for the dead? Um, a morgue locker. Uh, that's right, 80-year-old uh, Maria de Jesus Arroyo was incorrectly presumed dead after a heart attack in 2011 and taken to the morgue. That's right, 2011. Uh, funeral, funeral workers later came to pull her body from the frigid lockers to prepare her for the funeral. And rather than a normal dead body, they found an unzipped body bag and a corpse filled with bruises, evidence that she awoke in the locker and tried to escape. That's scary, and that's a big fear of mine. <clears throat> For real. Um, I know back in the day they used to uh, tie tie string around uh, the dead person's fingers and attach it to, to a bell at the top of the grave. In case they woke up and they were still alive, they could ring the bell and quickly be unburied. And there's lots of stories about that. Uh, so the next one. Sparta, Michigan was rocked by the startling death of 14-year-old Caleb Reb choked to death. Um, while acting at a Halloween experience, Caleb replaced a skeleton hanging from a noose to scare hayride visitors. Uh, though his feet were still on the ground after letting go of the rope, the line was pulled so tight that he soon suffocated as his fellow workers looked on in amusement at what they thought was acting. See? That's what I said about the haunted houses. Um, it's pretty sad. And I've worked a haunted house, man. You know, you know who works at haunted houses? Weirdos. And I'm sorry if you work at a haunted house. You're a weirdo. <laughs> the next one. Uh, garbage is pretty a pretty messy thing and should be is best kept far at bay. And uh, though many people hear urban legends about a child playing in garbage uh, and a garbage can being crushed to death in the compactor, this one has actually happened, unfortunately, many times. And in one instance, a 17-year-old was hiding inside a garbage container when he felt it lift off the ground. Uh, he screamed once he realized what was happening, but by the time the garbage workers heard him, his body was already being crushed. Um, spooky, stay out of the garbage cans. You are not Oscar the Grouch. And if you are, stay out of the garbage cans. Uh, the next one, um, the last one on the list. A terrifying urban legend, urban legend relates to human traffickers extracting human fat and grease for use. Hey, that sounds like a plot in the movie Fight Club. Um, and the director of Peru's criminal investigations unit claims they broke up such a gang in 2009. Uh, though a bit exaggerated, the story said that human fat was being extracted and sourced to Europe by Italian mafiosos for the cosmetics industry. 
that's the plot, or that's what the uh, they said in Fight Club. But uh, this is a true urban legend. And members of the gang weren't selling the extracted human fat to Nivea, but rather to shamans and sorcerers who used the fat to make candles for satanic rituals. Still just as weird and just as creepy. Um, I've got plenty to go around, man. I'm a little chubs. Um, <laughs> I don't think you want a candle made of me. But um, the, there's your five, man. That's... And there's tons more out there, but uh, these are the ones that really shook me to the core. <laughs> so, um, anyway, let's do our next segment, man. We'll get into our mailbag, and uh, you know the you know the drill. Here we go. You have new mail waiting. And that I do. I have mail waiting. And this one, uh, <laughs> I've got one this week. Um, this is from uh, a, a man named Frank Victor. So, uh, thank you, Frank, for... Uh, writing in to me <clears throat> let's see here it goes um hello my name is frank from nigeria dang that's a long way away man i'm glad i'm getting plays in other parts of the country it makes me like an international uh internet star right um that's kind of cool so um anyway sorry it says i am frank son of governor of lagos state of nigeria um, I am looking for any bank manager over there to contact. I want to have Savis account over there. I am coming over there soon to stay and invest my money before then. I need a bank manager that I can have his account number. Let me transfer all my money to him for my service uh, account over there before I come over there. Please, if you are a bank manager and you can do if for me, please contact me by mail or phone number, which is omitted. Um, I have $150 million $1 bills to transfer to you for my starting savings account over there. So contact me. Uh, let us uh, get to talk about it. Uh, so bye and God bless you from Sun. Well, pretty sweet uh, to have $150 million $1 bills. Um, how are you going to smuggle those over here? <laughs> $1 at a time in the anus. Um, I am not actually a bank manager, um, and I, I don't have any contact for that, man. Try uh, try calling Chase, you know? They're, uh, they're off to make a quick buck, so... Anyway, um, if you want to continue to write me emails, you can go ahead and do so at justokpod at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> so uh, with that, man, let's get into our trivia, and then uh, we'll go along with all the plugs and stuff. Here we go. Here's the theme. Alright man, so last week I asked you what the first horror film was to be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar, and the answer is The Exorcist. Um, that's a pretty uh, pretty crazy movie, man. Uh, I've seen it a few times. It's pretty good. Uh, check out The Exorcist, man. I got it on Blu-ray. So anyway, this week's uh, question is, serial killer Ed Gein inspired three major horror movies. What were they? 
uh, go ahead and answer that one on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay or email me at justokpod at gmail.com um, you can listen to the show at soundcloud.com uh, slash this podcast is just okay or on iTunes uh, so your Apple Music or wherever uh, you get all your Apple stuff Go to iTunes, man. Check out this podcast is just okay. We are there. Uh, go ahead and leave me a rating and review. I'll start reading them on the air. Um, for that, I've also uh, I've also got different artwork pictures I do on Instagram at uh, Kissmember34, and I'm at OzMusic34 on Twitter. So a little bit of a uh, little bit of me everywhere you go. So um, there's the plugs this week. Uh, you got your your facts and your trivia and all that good stuff. Check it all out, man. Uh, what are your favorite urban legends that uh, you think might be true? Go ahead and email me those. And uh, have yourself a week, and I will catch you guys next time.